0: Well, let's look at Proverbs chapter 11, Proverbs chapter 11, uh, verse 24 and 25. Again, Proverbs 11, 24 and 25. There is he that scatters and yet increases. There's he that scatters and yet increases. So you can scatter and still increase. Uh, there is he that withholds more than is meat or more than is proper, Yet it just tends to poverty. The liberal soul will be made fat. The liberal soul will be made fat. We're not making a political statement. That means the generous soul will be made fat. Not the conservative or the liberal. The liberal soul will be made fat. And he that watereth will himself also be watered. There is he that scatters and yet increases. There is he that scatters and yet increases. It is an act of faith to know how to scatter and still increase. If you know how to scatter and still increase, you're acting in faith. In other words, you're trusting God in your giving because you have learned how to scatter and still increase he that knows how to scatter and increase. Or one translation says, one gives away and still gets richer. One gives away and still gets richer. One, another translation says, one gives and increases. One gives and increases. Who wants to be the one that gives and increases? I love to give and increase. Give and increase. And sometimes God will surprise you, like you just, you give and give and give, and all of a sudden, uh, your harvest starts coming in, because uh, when you give in faith, when you see that seed, when you think about that seed, well, reason doesn't take the throne, but faith takes the throne, and reason may tell you, well, uh, you sowed that financial seed, now you've got less. But don't let reason have the last word, because let faith arise, right? Let faith arise in your heart. Faith arise up, and what did faith say? Faith say, "Oh no, reason! You don't know what you're talking about." Faith will say, "Reason? Let me show you something." In 2 Corinthians chapter nine, God said through this Spirit, through His Spirit, uh, who came upon Paul, God said, "If you sow generously, you will reap." Generously. If you sow sparingly, you'll reap sparingly. In other words, the seed is guaranteed by God. So I don't have to make myself, well, I can't really make myself reap generously by sowing sparingly. If I want to reap generously, I have to sow generously. So uh, somebody said, You can't outgive God. Well, you can't outgive God. If you're sowing a seed, I like how uh, Pastor Mark Hankin says it. He's not talking about throwing a seed, but he's talking about sowing a seed. In other words, what's the difference between throwing and sowing? Well, I guess I'm just supposed to do this. I uh, just I'm gonna do this. I'm just gonna be, you know, the Bible says do this. I'm just obedient in this. I love uh, Kenneth Hagin talked about that guy in his church, one of the churches he pastored years and years ago. And he said, the man came up to him, he said, he is always tithed. He said, but if I ever saw any financial difference because I tithe, I don't know it. Well, he said, you you have to tithe in faith. You have to believe God, what God said. So that man started doing that, and within 30 days, he got a promotion and an increase And he started increasing and increasing because he wasn't unconscious of what he was doing. He was conscious of what he was doing. He gave from his heart. In other words, from faith. And so it's an act of faith to know how to scatter and yet increase. So when I'm scattering, I'm not, if the thought is there, well, I'm going to have less now. And I just let that thought remain I, I'm looking at my ability or the, the ability of the income that I have or the ability of the resources in an account that I have. I'm not looking to God's ability. But when I know He that there's He that scatters and yet increases, then that thought comes. I can say, you know what? I'm scattering, yet I'm increasing. God is multiplying my seed sown. In other words, as soon as I sow a seed and I sow a seed because I'm doing it with intention to put it into the kingdom of God and to follow God and to uh, honor God, then I know God is working on that seed. Just like if I plant a seed in the garden and, uh, you know, we, I don't know what, we didn't plant pumpkins at the beginning of the year, so you planted them when in August or September or something. So she planted uh, pumpkins. Well, you plant pumpkins... I can't make that thing grow. I can, plant, I can prepare the soil, and then I can put the seed in the soil, and I can water the soil, but that's about all I can do. I guess I could put fertilizer on it, right? But God has to give the increase. God has to cause that thing to grow. Well, if we do that in natural things, how much more in spiritual things when we plant a seed into the kingdom of God? then I know that God is taking care of that seed. My job is to plant it or to sow it. uh, But He does the rest. And I I water it. I got to water it, make sure it has good conditions. So I'm going to water it with uh, the words of my mouth. Like, I thank God. Thank you, Father, that my seed is in the ground and you are multiplying that seed and you are causing it to grow and you are causing it to come to pass. And uh, God will supply All of your needs according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And my God shall supply. Not He might do it, Philippians chapter 4. No, my God shall supply. He shall do it. He will do it. There's no two ways about it. He will supply seed. He gives seed to the sower. There is He that scatters and yet increases there is he that withholds more than is proper but it tends to poverty so you withhold more than what's proper it's opposite of what your mind thinks you think well, uh, well I'm going to clamp down and hold on to this real tight because I don't have much of it uh, I have those thoughts right so nobody else has a reason I have those thoughts But I've learned about seed time and harvest, about there is he that scatters and yet increases. If you ever get a hold of this, I don't know, you might have to wipe that silly grin off your face. (laughs) In other words, because you found out, God gives seed to who? The sower. God doesn't give seed to the one who thinks about it or who says, when my ship comes in, then I'll sow. He gives seed to the sower. And I remember when I first started to get a little acquainted with this, I'm a little more acquainted now than I was then. When I first started to get acquainted with it, you're thinking like, I really needed that. (laughs) That would have really helped. Uh, That felt really necessary. And so you, but you're like, but I I, I believe God. And then the thought comes, you idiot. (laughs) What are you going to do now? Where are you going to get that money? Well, if you let those thoughts dominate you, you may regret what you sowed. If you regret what you have sown, just get the word, find out what God's word says, and just decide either God is true or He's a lie. And we should just like throw the Bible away, burn the Bible, uh, stop doing all this stuff. But that's not true. The Bible is true. God is not a man that he shall lie. He watches over his word to perform it. Not your good intentions. It doesn't say he gives seed to those with good intentions. He gives seed to the sower. Multiply your seed sown. So I told you, did I tell you uh, a week or two ago, whatever, I, I kept uh, give this money away. I keep giving more money away, and money keeps coming back. Leather is scattering, but then he increases. You scatter, he increases. And um, so I'm scattering in, in sowing. And when I sow, I know what I'm doing. So in other words, I plan to sow. So I have money in my wallet to sow. And then I have money in my uh, accounts that I can do electronically that I, that I sow. I actually, um, uh, Paul said they set aside on the first day of the week. They, they, they set this aside. So you actually plan ahead. You plan to sow. And um, I'll always have something to sow, always have something to give. Because then you'll always have something to sow and something to give if you give it. He gives seed to the sower right so you can um, uh, you can sow and yet increase if you do it in faith if you do it in faith so in other words I'm doing it because I have seen in the word in my heart what God says about giving and receiving you hear what I said I've seen in the word in my heart in other words the revelation of God or the truth of God. So you meditate, if this isn't real to you, you meditate the word long enough till it becomes more real to you than what natural reasoning has has, uh, embedded into the, the ruts of your mind. You know, you got ruts in your mind, whether you realize it or not. Well, the word of God is alive and it is powerful and it can overcome any rut in your mind and reprogram your thinking. Because God's not trying to get something from you so that you will have less. He is trying to connect you with his more than enough. He is trying to connect you with his limitless resources, with his supply that has no cap on it. But if we're we're stuck with our thinking, then our thinking is, I am limited to this amount. I remember I, was, I had that type of thinking concerning some missions trips. I can only go on missions trips that I can make enough money to pay for to go on the trip, right? But then, man, I remember one time I just stepped out over the aching void of nothingness, which is really, I like how they say it, but it's kind of a misnomer because you have solid ground when you step out in faith. Right. Maybe other people can't see it, but you see it. Yeah. It's like that was it Indiana Jones or something like that, where coming out of this, I haven't seen that in so many years, but they come out of this, anyhow, he throws sand on this thing, and it looked like there was no bridge, but he threw sand on it, and he could actually see there was a bridge to walk on. So when you're walking by faith, your mind might be going, oh, what are you doing, what are you doing, what are you doing? But your heart is like, I know who my, who, whose I am and who I serve. Like, I, I know God has said this. I have solid ground to stand on. In fact, when you're acting in faith, Uh, you're so sure, you're like, I know that I know. It doesn't even make sense to my head. My head thinks, this is crazy. But I know. Just like when you came to Christ. Your head might say like, well, how in the world could that happen that you just believe in someone and confess him as Lord and now your whole life has changed, you're made new on the inside. But, But how many of you, how many of you, Jesus is your Lord? How many of you believe that you're on your way to heaven? How many of you believe that God lives on the inside of you? How many of you believe God will supply all of your needs according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus? Right? It's based on the Word. And that goes beyond natural human thinking and reasoning. A natural human reasoning and thinking is a blessing as long as it's submitted to the Word of God. Right? It has to come under, not over. You want to see some of the most wise people. They are people who have gotten a spirit of wisdom and revelation from God Himself because that's actually a spirit of reality. So your mind might say, This is reality. This is the way it is. But when you get a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him, well, that wisdom and revelation goes beyond your natural ability or even natural laws, it'll supersede natural laws. Well, I better go. Praise the Lord. There is he that scatters and yet increases. There is he that scatters and yet increases. If that is not real to you, just hold on and meditate the word and confess the word and open your heart to the revelation that God gives, the light that he sheds upon your way, and you'll begin to see it. And a lot of times what happens is you grab hold of it with your spirit before your mind is totally changed. In other words, a lot of times I've had my spirit's like rejoicing. I'm hearing something and my mind's like, that can't be true. That can't be true. But my spirit's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Right? That's it. It's down solid. And my my mind's like, "But, but, but what about this? But what? Well, this is why you have to renew your mind with God's word. Because if you do not renew your mind with God's word, your spirit will rejoice at the truth of God. But your mind will stop you from receiving and entering into that truth. So your mind has to be changed with the word of God. Otherwise, your mind will dominate you and hold you out of God's best blessings. And your mind will actually limit what God can do in you and through you. Because you are a gift from God himself to the world. And as long as you're going to let your natural thinking dominate you, you will limit the blessing of God in the lives of other people because he has placed in you his spirit and he has placed in you and on you his plan and his purpose. And the only way that that will ever be fulfilled through you to be a blessing to humanity is if you do it by trusting Him from your heart. So your mind will will try to keep you out of those things if it hasn't been sufficiently renewed with the Word of God. What is sufficiently renewed with the Word of God? Well, so that the truth of the Word is more real to you than what reason would tell you or than what the world system would try to put off on you. So if you, if you just feed yourself on the world's system and the world's thoughts, all of that is outside of the arena of faith. And outside of the arena of faith, if you're not in the arena of faith, then you're where the devil can take advantage of you and dominate you. But when you stay in the arena of faith, in other words, I'm just trusting God. I'm just trusting God. Well, the devil doesn't have... He has been defeated by Jesus Christ. And when you act based on your faith in Him, you're acting in the arena where there is total and utter defeat and embarrassment for the devil. But if you get outside of that arena, then you're acting in in an arena where he has dominance. That's why uh, Paul said in Ephesians, but the Spirit of God inspired him to say it, that Satan is the god of this world. Well, you start living in this world under the dominion of this world. I'm talking about the thoughts of the world, the ways of the world, the priorities of the world, the thinking of the world. Well, uh, then you just can be really frustrated and you can look and ponder and say, wow, I don't understand because he said all these promises, all of these realities. Why don't I have any of them? Well, because you're not in the arena of faith. You live in the arena where you trust God, or you should. And when you you live in, in that place and from that place, then the world system cannot dominate you. Right? We've been set free. Well, we are of another kingdom. We are of the kingdom of God. And Jesus rules in this kingdom. And Jesus reigns in this kingdom. So we don't have a tyrant for a ruler. Right? Uh, We don't have an ungenerous Lord. Oh, no, we have one that lavishes on us blessing after blessing. Let me try to finish with this. So, I can't get away from this because I don't know why. I guess it's the Lord. But uh, Jesus said, if your eye be single, literally in the Greek it means if your eye be generous, your whole body will be full of light. So your generosity is more than just your giving, but it also affects more than just your giving. In other words, you have a generous eye. So I'm like, uh, what, can I, what can I do for you? How can I help you? Not just financially. I'll just wake you up. No, you're not sleeping. No, but I, I have an eye of generosity with my resources, with my time, with my prayers, an eye of generosity. But he said, if your eye be evil, You know what that means? Anybody remember what that word is? Grudging. This is, uh, I think, uh, Matthew 6. If your eye is grudging. So in other words, well, I'm going to do it just because I know I have to. I don't really want to. You know, I think of if uh, you had a little kid that got in trouble and he had to put his face in the corner. He or she had to put their face in the corner. And, uh, you know... They're, they're just, I can't believe I have to do this. You know, well, they're not. That discipline is not really a good discipline for them, apparently, because they're not getting it. Because the point is an attitude change. It's not just looking in a corner. <laughs> right? So they're grudging it. They're grudging. I can't believe they did this. They're so mean. There's da da da. They never, I, I don't know. I might have experience with that. But anyhow. Um, having four little children. And so if your eye is grudging your whole life will be full of what? Darkness. So interesting that your generosity actually affects your entire life and your outlook on life. And your generosity affects the light that you receive from the Lord. So you see, you you can be a grudging giver and wonder like, how in the world is everybody so excited about the Word of God because it just seems dead to me? It doesn't seem like there's much there for me. Well, how about having a generous heart and a generous eye and see what God does? And the good thing about generosity is it's different for every person. So you can make $1,000 a year, which probably nobody here maybe but the kids makes $1,000 a year. But you can make $1,000 a year and be generous. Well, you can make $10 million a year and be uh, stingy or grudging. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, if you make $1,000 a year, you can give generously or you can give grudgingly and those can be the same amount. Well, you can make, what? I, how much did I say? $10 million. $10 million a year. You can sign up for the program right in the back. No. Just don't be so focused on money. God loves a generous giver, a cheerful giver, whose heart is in His giving. You know, if you ever learn about the laws of giving and receiving, seed time and harvest, you really won't be so concerned about the amount of money. Because what you experience in life and what you access really isn't about the amount of money in other words your limitations I going on that missions trip it was like a two or three thousand dollar trip so uh, I thought the limitation of me going on that trip was the money I had in the account no it's according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I believe God he had more money in his account than I had in mine and he didn't loan it to me he gave it to me so that I went on the trip. That was a trip. So we went on the trip. And we thought, this is great. It's like, was it 95% paid for when we went? So I thought, well, the Lord came through mostly. But 5%, he missed 5%. Do you know they gave us like an offering that, that was like, put us over to probably like what, 110, 120% while we're on a missions trip. What I'm trying to say is if you're, if you're too money-minded, if you let money, uh, what do you call it? The love of money or the place that money wants to try to get in your life and over your life, if you let that dominate you, it limits what God can do in you and through you. Because the limitation on the call of God on your life should never be financial. It's actually a limitation of faith. That you're going to trust him or not trust him. What did I say? Tell him that. Because God had a bigger plan because we were able to give when we were there. To the different yeah, yeah. She's saying I should... She, she's, she's, she's saying I should say. <laughs> God had a bigger plan because we, while we were there, we were able to give to the... To, we went to three different churches or whatever. So we were able to give to the churches while we went... <laughs> And we're sowing the seed while we went, and then it was multiplied and multiplied while we're there. It doesn't always happen that way, but it it did that time. And so uh, God supplies seed to the sower. So don't let um, those type of things limit your thinking, because it'll limit God's ability to use you to be a blessing to humanity. So you may see, like, uh, you know, you, you have a budget, You should live within your budget. If you ever go over the budget, it should be in your giving, not in your spending. Because if you're giving and you're sowing, God will multiply your seed sown. In fact, sometimes the best way to get out of debt, some financial people would say, well, if you're in debt, you you shouldn't be tithing. That is the worst, worst financial advice known to humanity. You're just going to keep yourself where there's a curse. No, no. You get yourself under the blessing. You say, well, I, you know, I can't not pay these, 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 uh, uh, companies or whatever. Well, I don't know if I'm going to steal from someone, it's not going to be God. (laughs) They'll wait and they'll do better. They'll get their money back sooner because, uh, you honor God. He puts his blessing upon your finances, uh, There is he that scatters yet increases and there is he that withholds more than is proper but it only tends to poverty. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that we are not limited in our resources to what we could produce. But Father, we enter in by faith to the provision that comes through your son Jesus Christ. I thank You, Father, that He removed the curse of poverty from us so it does not belong to us, but we, we live under Your blessing, under Your hand of blessing. Thank You, Father, for supplying all of our needs, uh, not according to our ability or resources, but according to Your ability, Your resources. Thank You, Father, that You give seed to the sower. Thank You that the blessing that we have when we give, that it's more bless, we're more blessed, it's a greater blessing to give than it is to receive. We thank you, Father, for your blessing upon our lives, upon our families, upon our church, upon our places of business. Father, that the, your blessing gives us abundant provision, that you desire that we prosper, be provided for in every arena of our life, in our spirits, in our bodies. In our finances, we thank you, Father, that you're a good God, that you have good thoughts towards us, and that you have made good provision for us. I pray right now for every one of us, Father, that we wouldn't just uh, just barely get by, that we wouldn't just um, barely enter into the, your law of giving and receiving, but Father, that we would be wholehearted in our trust of you, and we thank you. I thank you for your provision. For every person under the sound of our voice, Father, those that right now have a lot and those that right now have a little, Father, I thank you that you provide and that your blessing has no sorrow with it, that you increase us more and more, Father, we thank you in Jesus' name, Amen. amen.
1: Praise the Lord.
2: Pour out my heart these things I remember you are faithful. over me so let faith arise let faith arise I lift my hands to believe again you are my refuge you are my strength as I pour out my heart these things I remember around. pour a-
0: be seated. Let faith arise. Thank you, guys. Did you lose something? No? I'm just going to move Let's turn in our Bibles to Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your words. Thank you for the life that is in your word. Thank you for the freedom that is in your word. Thank you for reality. The reality of your word. The reality of your son. The reality of your spirit. And the reality of you yourself. We thank you, Father, that you are the God above all other gods. That you are the one true and living God. We thank you, Father, that you are the God who is more than enough. We thank you, Father, that you are the God, our healer. We thank you that you are God, our righteousness. We thank you, Father, that everything in your word that is said about you is true. Amen. We thank you, Father, that you watch over your words to perform them. We pray, Father, that you'll make us today people of uh, that are of greater faith because we're of greater amounts of your word, Father, that we uh, feed upon your word like a treasure, that we feed upon your word like water in the wilderness, water found in the wilderness, water found in dry places. Father, we thank you that your word will never pass away. All these other things, they're, they're temporary, but your word is eternal. And father we today we open our hearts to receive your eternal words into our eternal spirits. Father that we live and move and breathe and find who we are in your word. Father we thank you for your word. We let your words live on the inside of us, find their home on the inside of us and find their reality and their demonstration in us and through us. We thank you, Father. For your precious word. We thank you for your spirit. That he takes your words. Speaks them back to us. Makes them real to us. Opens up your kingdom to us. We thank you for it. Thank you for the reality of who you've made us to be in Christ. In our union with him. That that is far above all the works of the enemy. And all of the plans that men would make. Father, we thank you for your word uh, engrafted into us. Hallelujah. We thank you for your word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for your plans and your purposes for your church. That the gates of hell will not prevail against your church. Father, we pray for your church, not only in the Washington, D.C. area, but around the world. We pray, Father, for every believer, that there would be such a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you, that your body would rise up and stand in more boldness, in more clarity, with more light than ever before. We, Father, we thank you for what you have done to your body and what you want to do with your body. Father, we pray for all of those that you have anointed as leaders of your body. We pray, Father, that every heart of every leader would... Allow your love and your spirit to flow through them. Father, we pray for every one of us. That it would be like a a returning to our very first love. Every part of your body. Father, we thank you for a demonstration of your spirit and of power. We ask that those that are speaking parts of your body would speak with the ability that you give, would minister with the ability that you give, that they would speak as your oracles. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for every member. We thank you for your anointing upon every member and the place that every member of your body holds in your plan and in your purpose. We pray, Father, that not one of us would come short of your blessing, your provision, and your plan of freedom. Your blessing, your provision, and your plan of deliverance. Your blessing, your freedom, and your plan of increase. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, as we're... uh, Our hearts are turned towards you. We lift up uh, the United States of America. Father, we thank you for a nation and a country where we have freedom to worship you and to lift up your name. And we think of the blood of Jesus And we take that blood and we apply it over our nation now in the name of Jesus. That your plan for the United States would continue to be fulfilled. Father, we pray as we're approaching this election. Father, we pray for your people. That you would give your people a clear and present purpose, a clear and present vision and understanding and reality, and a clear knowledge of who to vote for in every level of government. Father, we, we, we lift up to you our president, vice president, the entire administration. We thank you for healing in their bodies, strength. Father, we pray for all of those that advise the leaders of our nation. Father, we pray that their uh, advice would come from your spirit. We pray that you'd put a muzzle on those that would advise things that are contrary to your word. We pray that there be like an anointing of uh, uh, utterance upon those speaking to the president, to the cabinet. Father, that your wisdom would pour forth before them. Father, we pray for boldness for them. To stand firm in the reality of your word and your truth. Father, that they would speak things birthed in heaven that they would implement things birthed in heaven. We pray that every leader of this nation would humble themselves before you. We pray, Father, for the Republicans, the Democrats, every other uh, minor party. Father, we pray that you would grant to them a quickening and a reality of heaven and hell of the shortness of life and of your will and your plan for mankind in the name of Jesus. We pray that abortion would be seen for what it is. We pray that the the dignity and the sanctity of life uh, would be quickened uh, to those that are born again and those that are not. Father, we thank you for creating humans in your likeness and in your image. We thank you, Father, for every little one. We plead the blood of Jesus over them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.
1: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Praise your name. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord.
0: I pray, Father, that you'll give utterance to, the, to believers to speak out the things that you want to do, to pray out the things that you want accomplished, the protection, the plan, the, 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 the place. What is that? <laughs> the place of prominence that you want the gospel to have. We pray, Father, for the, uh, the gift that you gave when Jesus ascended on high of the evangelist. We pray, Father, for evangelists uh, to be uh, uh, developed and risen up and sent forth in the, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, in uh, this time, uh, Father, in signs, wonders, and miracles. Father, we thank you that you gave us the light Oh, Father, we thank you that each of us carry within ourselves uh, your person, your spirit, and your anointing. I thank you, Father, oh, for the place that you've called each of us to to fulfill, even amongst those that we have influence with. Father, I pray for a rising up. And uh, a carrying of, of not only of your word, but of your power and your glory. And demonstration of your spirit and of power that our faith should not stand in the wisdom of a human, but uh, uh, in your power. Father, we thank you for your anointing upon your body. Oh, that you have smeared upon us and rubbed upon us your spirit. Father, that we are well able to possess the land. That we are well able to shine as lights in a dark world. Father, we thank you for the Holy Spirit. Oh, infusing us and quickening Your Word to us and making Your Word a reality in our lives. We thank You for it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 Oh, Father, we pray for those, hallelujah, that despitefully use us and accuse us and persecute us. We pray Your blessing upon them. We pray that they would see light from Your Word and be quickened to the reality of heaven and hell. Father, that if they don't know Jesus, that they would receive Him, that they'd receive new life, uh, a clean slate, uh, a fresh plan. Oh, Father, that they would come into Your family and be some of the greatest (laughs) and boldest people for You, declaring Your Word and Your Gospel and Your freedom and Your truth. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. 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 I thank you for a return of the spirit of prayer to your church. I thank you for a return, uh-huh, of the flow of your spirit and the demonstration of your spirit. Uh-huh. And thank you, Lord. Say hey, kalahato. Oh, thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, when you pray in an unknown tongue, you, you, you speak out and pray out divine mysteries and secrets. Paul said, what is it? I'll pray in the Spirit, and I'll pray in the understanding. I'll sing in the Spirit, and I'll sing in the understanding. So there is an experience after salvation called the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And in that, in that place... When the Holy Ghost has come in that way, he'll speak, Jesus said. When he has come, he will speak. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, began to speak with other tongues. So if you're filled with the Spirit, uh, 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 you can pray right now in other tongues. Uh, They lifted up their voice together in one accord. If you're not filled with the Spirit, you can just pray in a language that you know. Ha! Hallelujah! Let's all, let's just uh, enter in a little deeper. Oh, Father. Oh, Lord. We thank you. We thank you for the move of your spirit. We thank you. Oh, that your spirit quickens us. Oh, makes us really live. Makes us really alive. Makes us really
1: aware. Oh, Father. Oh my, 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 Siki Oro, oh Samada Visto, Samahali Indi Isho. O rakasi motore mafe bokoreisa, O redise kika hala uno sobreseti. Oh, the blessing of the Lord, the oh, best sekura misa, esamora gista. O resi aso
0: bandivicho. O our soul does rejoice in Your Word and at Your plan.
1: Aso Rodiki pa holebe. O si marisa fo manai aso no fadiki salo. si porona masa fare biki anso barana
0: masaradini. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Father, thank you that you have put us, uh, members of your body. Oh, that your body is above every principality and every power and every force of darkness in the world, every demon, uh, every devil. Aha. Es Hala We declare the church is rising up. We declare the church is in authority. We declare blessing upon this nation. We declare freedom of the gospel upon this nation. We declare an awakening upon this nation. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. ha Glory to your name.
1: Yeah. Mare Yeah. Oh, resti kikala oso. Oh, it's awesome, awesome, awesome. Mikiando osim ele ingisto. Oh, resti tana moso brane miso kormanda viso zo brane Visto. heso randesi. Oh, rakisa goso horibesi. Alo moso bora manzo di dosho dogunso. We pray every
0: plan of the enemy would come to nothing. We pray uh, every time he turns, he'd hit a dead end. Oh, we pray, Father. Oh, basi, lando soregisa, samoroso morono, oresimo so manata for freedom, freedom of utterance, freedom for your word. Oh, hallelujah, yeah, yeah. That we be del- delivered from wicked and unreasonable men. For all men have not faith. Oh, we thank you, Father. Hallelujah.
1: Oh, hallelujah masso hala so rebecca ya so rebecca alla ona bishikilo osanbara da sorodo boko so mahariki stol alla basta fasica hallelujah 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 amen thank you lord hallelujah thank you lord glory to god hallelujah 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 thank you lord Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank
0: you, Lord. Hallelujah. We pray that in this election that godly, well, that men and women who would yield to your spirit, who would open themselves up to you, would be elected, would be reelected, whatever the case may be. Father, we pray. (laughs)
1: So la pala e teas <laughs> no. Icala undoshi pahalini tito hora baffaf. Yesho o kama o tinte kisto o tantes e corabasaletti kino o pala. De sto so brani gisto o calamati. Yeshto moto ho te bo recat moti casta. De poti ikista. kista. De del en goto to mahalangito toshima hata. Deta is sore de maso curoman tinki ishto tosh de maha for dona tisto. Ista oroso metikala andushi takala andishto kokala la unki andushe porta fatasti. Isto oromasas, you you can't my tonotoshta pala antiquisto. Yes, so tosa para Everyone one tesito, every anto somoti pala, that they would tisto motori si So even in the coming together, a post efine naso semahadin tamasa etisor tamasato toto semangaleti istora pasatista, established nasto semahale indi Kishto so tapa ikito oro soho ho 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 brani hariboto o semaravandidista. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, and also adabaha.
0: We pray that there would be an establishment of your honor. Honor for you, honor for your word, honor for your son in this nation. Oh, like a returning to the protection that your plan provides. Like a returning to the protection and the provision for the young for the young of this nation, asoragisto korogusto, Satan, you take your hands off of the public school system of this nation in the name of Jesus. Asoraboso, oh Father, we pray you confuse the plans of the enemy. Asoragisto
1: kolagasta kileiki sokorebiste, oh vadaregisto kolamasta kileiki sokore basarebesiardoso, Um. Father, we
0: pray that you'd grant America repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, that we may escape the snare of the enemy uh, who are taken captive at him to do his will. Oh, Father, we thank you for a turning, like a turning of a nation, like a turning of hearts, like a turning of purpose, like a turning of vision, even to you and to your plan. Oh, Father, a turning, a turning to, to the things uh, of life that you provide and to the things of freedom that you give. Oh, Father, we thank you that it's turnaround time. It's turnaround
1: time. Hallelujah. O viso maso Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. We pray in this nation that Jesus would be lifted up. That Jesus would be magnified. That Jesus would be glorified. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for those times of reality. Thank you for those times when we see things, even a glimpse of things how they really are. We pray, Father, that you give to every elected leader a glimpse of your reality, a glimpse of your power, a glimpse of your righteousness. Oh, Father, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, that there'll be a turning that there'll be a turning, a turning in the leadership of the nation, a turning from the things of man to the things of God, a turning from the things of the temporary to the eternal, a turning, uh-huh, like a turnaround time. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to your name. Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
0: We pray. Father. We pray that the voice of peace, and the voice of authority, and the voice of freedom that comes from through your word and by your spirit, would be trumpeted by every uh, believer, uh, by every church that names the name of Christ. That great freedom from fear uh and walking in trust of you would arise in every church house. well, and pavilion and every church gathering in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Glory to God. Jesus is coming soon. Jesus is coming soon. Glory to God. And He's not coming from a, uh, for a weak church. He's not coming for a defeated church. Actually, when you come together... Uh, you come together to make authoritative decisions for the kingdom of God as a, as a group of believers. Uh, it's a meeting that God has called, and it's a meeting where authoritative decisions are made. Uh, you know, uh, sometime maybe the politicians would find out they're really not in charge. And sometime America might be shocked to find out they're not in charge. The people of America are not in charge. It is the church, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, right? And so... Uh, There's laws of men that have been enacted, uh, but there's laws of God. Now, did that happen to you last week? I didn't hear that last week. I didn't hear that last week. I'm listening to the message last week. I'm listening for the train. If you finish earlier, there's no train. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Well, we'll just finish with the verse we're starting with. Jesus, that's right, Jesus, (laughs) Jesus said to him, verse 23 of Mark chapter 9, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. He didn't say, if you're strong enough. He didn't say, if you know enough. Although faith comes by knowledge. But you know, I'm talking like accumulation of knowledge. It's if you can believe all things are possible. Well, why did he say that? Well, let's read verse 23. i oh, sorry, verse 22. Well... Let's start with verse 20 and give it context. And they brought unto him, and they brought him unto him, this is the young boy, and when he saw him straightway, the spirit tear him, and he fell to the ground and wallowed foaming. And he said to his father, Jesus said to his father, to the child's father, how long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said of a child, Thank God that even things that come on a little child don't belong to them. And oft times it has cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Notice what the father said. He said, if you can do anything. You know, in other words, we have this really (laughs) difficult situation. You see him foaming at the mouth, wallowing on the ground. If you can do anything, have compassion. So what did the father not know? Can he do it? I don't know if he can do it. He didn't know if he could have compassion on him. It's one thing about knowing the character of God that launches your faith into orbit. So what was Jesus answered? Well, since you don't have faith, I guess there's nothing that can be done. Well, that's true. Nothing can be done if he doesn't have faith. But what did Jesus do? He gave him Words and words contain words of God contain faith. So listen to what he said. Jesus said to him, If you I, I love the fact that he also said if anyhow, I think he's I think he's kind of making a joke at the same time. Okay. If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. Well then this man. Because he's not a man of faith yet, he has the thoughts of someone who's not a person of faith. And the thoughts of a person who's not a person of faith are about themselves. So he says, straightway, the father cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. So he had the right heart. He just didn't know the right thing. Verse 25, when Jesus saw the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying to him, you dumb and deaf spirit, I charge you, come out of him and enter no more into him. And the spirit cried, rent him sore, and came out of him and he was as one dead, insomuch that many said he is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand, lifted him up, and he arose. And when he was coming to the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could not we cast him out? Alright, we're not gonna get into all of the all of the depth of that. But the main thing that we're just focusing on is if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. And if you're in a situation where you feel like, I can't believe, Lord help my unbelief. Well just listen to Jesus and if you ever hear His words about your situation, faith is present and deliverance comes. So if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. So it's actually a matter of believing It's not a matter of effort and work. It's a matter of believing. If you can believe. Well, if you have not heard, you cannot believe. Faith comes by hearing, like you hear my voice, and hearing like you let it, if my voice is carrying the words of the Lord, you let it gain entrance into your heart. Like I, I like to define recently, if you haven't noticed, if you want to know where your heart is, if someone offends you and you're going to forgive them, where are you going to forgive them from if you're really forgiving them? Your heart. And when you forgive someone from your heart, you're not thinking about it later. Or, you know, the, the bad thing that happened or the bad thing that was done. You, 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 you have actually totally let it go. Your heart towards that person is of love, and it is godly, and it is right. You're not carrying anything. That decision comes in your heart, which is your spirit. And that's where you make a decision for God. And that's where faith is at. So faith comes by hearing, and hearing with your heart, by the word of God. So the way to hear for, uh, with your heart Thank you, Lord Jesus. Is to listen to the word. Well, the word is not just reading words from the Bible out loud. That is the logos of God. But there he says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the rama of God. So when you when you grab The Bible, whether it's paper or, what's that, soft, soft copy, whatever, electronic. It's hard to think of those things when you're in a different place. Okay, so anyhow, you grab the Word, and you have to know that if God were to say something to you right then, this is Him speaking to me. This is what He's saying to me. And this scripture says, all things are possible to him that believes. One translation says, if you can't believe, I'm almost finished, don't get nervous. Everything is possible for the one who believes. I'm reading a couple translations. Everything is possible for the one who believes. Message says, if there are no ifs among believers, anything can happen. If there are no ifs among believers, anything can happen. So you realize Jesus said, if you can believe. If, if you can believe, if I can believe, well, if I am believing or you are believing, there's no if in belief. It's not a B E L I I F. It's I-E-F. There's no if in belief. If you are believing, there is no if. All things are possible to him that believes if he's healthy, if she's smart, if you read enough, if you prayed enough, if you had the right person pray for you, if the right people know about it. No. There is no if in believe. All things are possible to him that believes. So then, uh, Romans 4.17, So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the rhema of God. So when I really started to grow in the things of God, it it was, number one, after I was filled with the Spirit, because the Bible just became a new book, I'm like, I'm never saw any of this in here. How is this in here? Well, because I was so full of the one who brings the reality of the word. I saw through his eyes. I heard through his ears, right? So, so number one, I, I, just, I just gave myself so fully to God, I'm like, let's just have everything. If there's more, I want it, right? So, so I was filled with the spirit. But then, I don't know if this makes sense, I should use this because I didn't have an electronic Bible then. So then I would come to the Word. And I knew that Jesus said the Holy Spirit would teach me. So I I found the Word and I would sit down to read. And I would kind of, I'm going to visually show. I would kind of lean in with my ear like this. But the ear that I'm listening with was my heart. Like, God, what do you want to say to me? What is your thought for me in this? I'm looking to you by your spirit to show me this. So I'm not going to the Bible like I would read a, a, a maybe a Tom Clancy novel or something like that. Like, oh, let's find out about the story and what are they saying? What's the mystery? Like, you know, who killed who or whatever those things are. You know, like a Hardy Boys or something like that. But I'm, I'm listening with the ear of my spirit. In other words... In the place where I would forgive people, I'm like, Lord, what do you want to say? What do you want to show me? Because if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes, but you cannot believe if you don't hear. You have to hear. Another illustration is, you know, I, I, I sometimes, I don't think I've done it super recently, but my wife may correct me. But... I'll just be driving down the road. What's funny about this illustration is actually more at the times than not, if somebody's gonna like really say something important from their heart, it's gonna be me to her, not her to me. But let out your little secret. Anyhow, I've had times where I'm driving down the road and she's like, honey. What do you think? I have no idea what she just said. Because I was hearing but not hearing. Right? And if she said something that was really heartfelt, I feel like the worst husband in the world.
2: <laughs>
0: but God is saying to you, tender-hearted, heartfelt words that bring you life and deliverance. And not just to you, it's for the world but the things that we have seen and heard and handled of the words of life these are what we declare to you so if you have not experienced him it's 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 not impossible but it's difficult to share him so all things are possible to him that believes i guess we'll just finish right there stand with me <laughs> praise the lord Hello. I love you. Did you want to say something?
2: No.
0: Okay. You just love him. I love you. All things are possible to him that believes. If there are no ifs among believers, anything can happen. If there's no ifs among believers, anything can happen. Anything is possible if a person believes. All things are possible to the one that is believing. All things are possible to the one that is believing. I like that translation because it's not to the one that did believe or to one that plans to believe uh, because belief is now. Uh, Hebrews 11.1 one, Now faith is the substance. Now faith is the substance. So faith by, by faith, it's not faith if it's not now. right? So now faith. So I'm going to believe now. So you got to make a decision in your heart I'm going to believe. And maybe you've let some things slip. We uh, were driving for a couple days home the other day, and we stopped uh, to go for a little hike with the kids. And before the hike, we um, were hungry. Well, I thought we were going to be hungry on the hike, so we stopped at Subway. And um, actually, I think I was wearing these pants. And so I had these pants on and another shirt. And so we're eating Subway in the car while we're heading towards the place to hike. And afterwards, my clothes stunk. <laughs> like, I don't know, it smelled like a nasty restaurant, but it was, must have been from the Subway. <laughs> and so I'm like, Melody, can you... You know, she was doing laundry that day or something. Like, can you wash these, you know? And so this morning... When I found them, I didn't know if they had been washed, but I thought they were, so I smelt them before I put them on. <laughs> I was like, I don't like that smell. But maybe, you know, you, you live in... We all live in the world. Sometimes you don't even realize it, because I didn't realize it at the time. I thought it was something else in the car. I was looking for, what is the smell on? Throw the trash away. Get it out of it. And I found out it's on me. <laughs> so sometimes... Just being in the world, you don't realize it, but the smell of the world is on you. And that is a smell of doubt. And that is a smell of if. And that is a smell of what if. So I just want to encourage you as we're closing out this morning, dare to believe again. There is nothing impossible to him that believes. There is nothing impossible to him that believes. In fact, if you're facing a challenge right now and you think in your mind the thoughts come or your emotions, they try to overwhelm you like uh, it's impossible, it's never going to happen, those are thoughts apart from the involvement of God. All things are possible to him that believes. Dare to believe again. because God wants you to believe, He has made provision for you to believe. And you know what? There is no victory quite so great, quite so great as the victory that comes when God gets involved in something that is impossible without Him. He is the God that specializes in things that people think are not possible. How did that happen? How could you do that? How could he do that? God is the God who takes things that we think are not possible and makes them a reality if we will just yield ourselves to him and agree with what he Has said. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your plan and your purpose for every person that's listening to this. Father, I thank you that those experiences that were difficult, that were devastating, that seemed to dominate and surround, that those were not your plan, that those were not your idea, but that those are the plans of the enemy. I thank you that Jesus came and defeated him in all of his works, in all of his plans, and in all of his purposes. And I pray for every one of us, Father, that we won't um, succumb and fall under the pressure that the devil tries to bring our way, but that every one of us, Father, will turn in our hearts towards you and stand upon your promise of deliverance, your promise of protection, and your promise of provision. In Jesus' name. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you're here this morning or you're online, uh, you've joined us online, and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord, as your Savior, I'm here to tell you that Jesus is Lord. And He is a loving, powerful, bold, Lord and protector. And He has a plan for your life. But the only way that that's going to be fulfilled is if you become a part of his family he's paid the price that all of the mistakes you've made in life all of the sins that you've committed that he took them on himself uh, to take them off of you if you'd like to receive him the bible says as many as received him that's jesus to them he gave the right to be the children of god you, you don't go to heaven automatically the will of god is for every person to spend eternity with him in heaven But that is the will of God, and that will not happen uh, without your cooperation. You must receive Him. God will not force you to be part of His family. He will not force you to live with Him forever, but He gives you the opportunity and the authority to make that decision. And the way you make that decision is you just believe that God raised Jesus from the dead, and you... Take him or confess Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior. The Bible says if you do that, you will be saved. I'm going to pray a prayer in just a couple seconds here, a few seconds. And if you want to receive Jesus, you just pray that prayer uh, with me and with those that are already born again uh, after me, and you will be born again. Say this. Say, "Oh God, I believe that Jesus is your Son. And that he died on the cross to take away my sins. And that that you raised him up on the third day. day. So I could be right with you. you. Jesus, Jesus, I receive you you. as my Lord Lord. and as my Savior. Savior. I'm going to live for you every day for the rest of my life. Yes, my Lord. You're, my Lord. You're my Lord. In Jesus' name. Jesus name. Amen.